0: Hello and welcome to the very first veterinary team training podcast. I'm both the host and owner of veterinary team training. Check out all of our other blogs and podcasts at vetteamtraining.com. The theme of vet team training podcasts are going to be focused on the veterinary team, the health and the culture of the hospital team. So for my very first podcast, I thought long and hard, what is a topic that people really want to hear about that people are struggling with in hospital teams? And I thought, Let's talk about unicorns. I know what most of you were thinking, and that it was not that I was going to be talking about unicorns. You were probably thinking about healthy teams, Amy. How can we stop gossiping? How can we reduce the negativity? What about communication issues between different departments and different staff members? Don't worry, we're going to get to them in future podcasts. But I do think it's really important to talk about unicorns in the very first one. My parents will tell you I was a unicorn fanatic. Anything and everything that had unicorns on it, I wanted it. I grew up in the 1980s. This was the decade of bright, obnoxious colors, slap bracelets, jelly shoes, boom boxes, big hairs, and yes, lots of unicorns. Unicorns kind of were a big cultural star in the 1980s. Movies and television shows had unicorns featured in them. My Little Pony, Tom Cruise and Legend, those were big hits. The Last Unicorn is a cult classic. I encourage you to find it and watch it. It kind of has the whole meaning of life in it, all centered around unicorns. You could buy anything unicorn you could imagine. Figurines, stuffed animals clothing galore. But then a dark period happened. In the 1990s and in the early 2000s, we don't know where the unicorns went. They completely seemed to disappear for a brief moment in history, and it was a dark time for unicorns. I am thrilled to report that thankfully, back in the later part of the 2000s, Now, unicorns are back in more significant numbers than I could have ever imagined. It's fantastic. You can buy unicorn-themed drinks. You can eat unicorn poop. You can buy unicorn slippers. Pretty much anything you want, you can get a unicorn on it. It's really a fantastic time to be alive if you love unicorns. So why is this going to be the topic of my very first podcast? Because most of you think of the unicorn as that mythical creature that has a singular horn coming out of its head. It may or may not poop rainbows. We don't really know. There's some mystery behind what it actually poops. But again, you can eat the poop if you want. Check it out. Just Google unicorn poop, buy it for yourself, and you'll see what I mean. So why are we gonna talk about unicorns? Because if you look up the definition of unicorn, it goes into a second definition of what a unicorn is. The second definition says that a unicorn is something rare, it's difficult to obtain, and it's fantastic. In short, we need unicorns in our hospital teams. I'll give you a great example of what a unicorn is. I was having a particularly bad time in my life And I'm a trail runner. So I was running in the woods with my dog, and I was absolutely miserable. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There was moments where I would just stop running and just start crying. It was absolutely terrible. And I was just trying to get through this run to try to act as a distracting moment in my life. But it was failing. I couldn't distract myself from what was going on in my personal life. And as I was running along, all of a sudden, there in front of me stepped out onto the trail, a doe. And it was early morning and it was a crisp fall day and she snorted and you could see the hot breath from her nares actually make a wonderful billowing cloud outside of herself. And she did it a couple times and she just looked at me. And in that moment, I had forgotten all my sadness and anger and frustration. And then she walked off. And it was probably only maybe 20 or 30 seconds. But in that 20 or 30 seconds, she was my unicorn. She didn't even know it. She was just a deer that happened out onto a path and probably was scared to death by a human being and didn't know what to do and snorted at her and walked away. But to me, that was the unicorn. And we see this all the time in our own hospitals, and this is why it's important to find these unicorns. Maybe the unicorn comes to you in the form of a human being, or maybe it comes to you in the form of an animal. I'm a veterinary technician specialist in emergency critical care, and I don't work that many floor shifts, just a few a month. But I still get the opportunity to play in veterinary medicine. Emergency medicine can be really tough. You can start off with 10 patients in your critical care ward, and one hour later you might have 25 patients. Clients are stressed at max capacity. They just saw their dog or their cat get hit by a car. Life and death are ever present in the emergency hospitals. Doctors write down orders quickly as veterinary technicians run around carrying them out. And the phones never stop ringing. And there in the middle of the treatment area, there's an actual dumpster fire that's burning and rolling right through it. And nobody bats an eye because it's complete pandemonium. But in the middle of that chaos, we can find unicorns. Sometimes it's that client that in the middle of all of this horribleness pays you that compliment. Or all of a sudden, there's a puppy that licks your face. Maybe it is your teammate who comes up to you, pats you on the back and says, you're doing a really great job today. And it's just enough of a moment for you to stop and smile inside just a tiny bit. Perhaps it's the team that works well together through a crisis, or you managed to place an IV catheter in a massively dehydrated patient, right? You did that. That was a pretty awesome moment. That's your unicorn moment. And so a unicorn is that person or thing that comes in. It makes all the rest of those things better, easier, and happier, We've all experienced these unicorn moments in our hospitals, but the problem is we don't recognize them, and so therefore we don't focus on them. Right now, 2020 is really tough. We're struggling, every single one of us. Our hospitals, a lot of them are at max capacity. We've never seen so many patients. We've got clients who are now having to deal with curbside, and we're trying to figure it out alongside with them. We're trying to keep our veterinary team safe, and we're also trying to do the best for our clients and our pets. And it's really hard. And clients are upset about not being able to come into the building. And in the midst of all of this, we are still grappling with the fact that this pandemic doesn't seem to be ending. And there's literal, true life and death situations that are occurring both inside our veterinary hospitals and outside of our veterinary hospitals. And it can be all-consuming and overwhelming to focus on the what-ifs. Um, That's where the fear and anxiety comes in because all we do is focus on those what-ifs. This is where we need to focus and look to our veterinary patients for some help because they actually have the answers. Our dogs and our cat patients and those that we have in our family, they think about the here and the now, and they don't tend to worry about the what-ifs. They don't tend to dwell on the, if I lose this toy, is my life going to be over? or in my border collie's case, he doesn't think, my goodness, what happens if we run out of tennis balls? How am I going to manage? We may only be down to five tennis balls. It's kind of nice because he only focuses on the here and the now. We know this to be true because if you leave your house to go get the mail and you just walk out of the house for 30 seconds and come back in, you are back! And in the here and the now, you have both left and come back, and the coming back is what is celebrated by your pets, and they are so excited. Tails are wagging, cats are meowing, and they're so thrilled to see you because right here and now they're celebrating it. Our pets know how to celebrate every single unicorn moment, and they celebrate those unicorn moments with massive enthusiasm. If you show your dog a treat, they're, oh my gosh, You're giving me a treat. This is fantastic. Are you giving me this treat? This is the best treat in the whole world. I am getting a treat, right? Now give your dog a second treat. I'm getting a second treat. Oh my gosh, this is the most amazing. I'm getting a second treat. Everybody, this is the, this is fantastic. They never lose those unicorn moments. They take them and they celebrate them every single one. And in the year of 2020, where as I am composing this podcast, we have two possible hurricanes coming up simultaneously up the coast right now. We're dealing with murder hornets. There's some sort of new bug infestation in New Jersey and parts of New Jersey are having to quarantine. There was a fire NATO out in California, and then, of course, obviously the big one, the big C, right? And it's not the C that is a four letter word, it's the C that's a five letter word, which is just as naughty as the four letter word, in my opinion. Um, so 2020 just plain sucks. We need to grasp hold of all the unicorns and hold them tightly. We have all experienced these wonderful, fantastic unicorn moments, and in times when it's sad or stressful to most of us, unicorns usually do come and find us, and they come to us and bring some sense of small relief. Now, it's up to us to recognize that there's a unicorn. We need to be more like our pet patients and our animals that live in our lives. And when we do see a unicorn, focus on that, hugely on that. Really dial in on that spectacular moment. Think about how someone told you, you did a great job. Think about that client who paid you a great compliment. Think about how wonderful those puppy kisses were and that puppy breath. Oh, it's so stinky and so wonderful, right? Unicorns are the reason why I'm doing this podcast, but they're also the reason why I published my very first book recently called Oops, I Became a Manager, and the subtitle to that book is called Managing the Veterinary Hospital Team by Finding Unicorns. I think it's pretty obvious. I want individuals to find those unicorns. I know when I was promoted into a leadership role, I was moved from being a floor technician and given a supervisor role and then eventually a manager role. I actually did search for information on how to grow and develop my hospital team. How do you lead and cultivate and grow a veterinary hospital team? And I did find a lot of resources on just teams in general but none of them in particular to veterinary teams. There are some few books written out there that focuses on practice managers and hospital administrators But how do you make veterinary technicians work better together? How do you reduce gossip? How can you grow the front desk so they feel like they actually have a career and it's not just this temporary job? What does that look like? How can you become a medical director and lead veterinarians? So for me, I wrote, oops, I became a manager to help fill that gap that's missing in the references and the research out there. It helps to show you how to structure your hospital, how to find the right people for manager and supervisor roles, how to create a healthy workplace environment, how to reduce the gossip and negativity and create positivity. It strives to create better communication between team members so that people want to come to work so that they stop saying, this is just a job for me, but rather I'm really excited because I get to work with my weird, wonderful work family, right? We all have these weird, wonderful work families that we work with. And so I hope that this book serves to fill those gaps that other books don't bring, We need more unicorns in our life, more now than ever, because we're struggling, every single one of us. We need to make sure that we look for the unicorns in our veterinary teams, find them and hold on to them because they're there. But you can also be a unicorn. What do I mean by that? You know that angry coworker of yours who's sitting in front of the computer and they're madly typing and they're just trying to finish a record and they're just so angry you can see all the tension? Put a chocolate bar in front of them. <laughs> that will be their unicorn moment. Just You don't even have to say anything. Literally put a candy bar on the keyboard. That will stop them in their tracks. Pay a compliment to a co-worker. Just walk by and say, you know what? That was an amazing job you did back there. You are the unicorn. We work with unicorns all the time, and we see these wonderful moments, and we just need to embrace them. But we ourselves, in order to be the best team members to each other, We need to create those moments for each other, again, now more than ever. We're all struggling. No one knows how to handle this pandemic because we've never experienced anything like it. But what I do know is, if we can work together and we can become better cohesive hospital teams, we will actually find those unicorns, embrace them, and then they'll be walking through our hospitals all the time. I look forward to my future podcasts in helping you to develop your unicorn teams. My next podcast is going to focus on Assuming Good Intention. This is a game changer in life itself. Please check it out. Again, vetteamtraining.com. Thank you so much for your time. My name is Amy Newfield, the owner and host of Veterinary Team Training (laughs) Podcasts.